Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Hey, everybody. Hello. We're back. We're back for another episode of the Sweetest Honey podcast. Oh, you did it this time. That's cute. Yeah. Just real quick. Yeah. It, real quick. That's fair. How's it going? Um, I feel like I'm, it, it's going <laughs> like leaning towards better. Good. Yeah. How, how, how's it going for you? Yeah. About, I feel better. Yeah. Than I have in the last like week or so. Yeah. I mean, except for like, you know, cramps and just general discomfort. genital discomfort. Oh. Um, yeah, it's just that time of month, guys. Yeah. Like, it's it's fine. Like, my labia, they're not falling off or um, <laughs> being used at any, you know. Um, not your labia falling off. You know, Texas Day Brazil type restaurants. It's okay. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> uh, now Do all I can picture is just like a platter of labia. Of labia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so like. We've all watched porn, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you know what I've always thought was so funny? It's, like, the people, like, now if I'm going to watch porn, I'm going to watch amateur porn. Like, I am i don't want it to be, like, well lit. If you look at the camera Staged. too many times, it freaks me out. I don't yeah. like it. I'm just, like, but if, like, two people maybe, like, got a little high or got a little tipsy and, like, turned on a camera and just kind of forgot it was there, that's hot. I enjoy that. Um, but I don't really always want to see people have sex anyway. Anyway. The point is, I'm thinking about, because of course, like like growing up in the 90s and 2000s and things like that, there was a very specific mainstream adult film actress aesthetic, right? Yeah. And they were white, blonde, huge tits. Yep. Um, Pamela and then even their genitals had a very distinct look to them. Mm. And the way that I've always thought about them, and maybe this was just because like, because I was young, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I always thought that they look like a McDonald's cheeseburger sideways. <laughs> and they're so cute. Cause like everybody was always really shaved. So it looks like the soft buns, mm. like the soft little round buns. And they always had like these cute little inner ladies, <laughs> you know, that were like tucked in just so. And it literally looks like uh, Why am buns. I picturing this? Yeah. And then like the little clit in the middle also very, <laughs> like so many of these vaginas looked alike. Um, and it was like the little cheese, like the little <laughs> cheese triangle kind of melting on the side if you turn it sideways. So you look um, so pleased, like <laughs> at being able to explain this analogy, because I feel like people are going to get that. You know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? If you think about a McDonald's cheeseburger and you turn it sideways. No, I, I, yep, <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> and I just always thought, I don't know. I think that like. You know, I think they're cute in general, but like that is just like, oh, <laughs> like, it just always felt weird that like such vile things would be happening to these like adorable little. Mm, they're just they're so cute. Like, oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that little hamburger. It's so cute. Oh, I cannot with you. I don't know, I don't know what made me think about that, but. OK, Sure. Sure. <laughs> you guys know a little bit more about me today. <laughs> and just think about little like young younger me just being like they look like little cheeseburgers. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what we were talking about today. It was just a random thought and you're welcome. Um <laughs> Do you know what I hate? What do you hate, babe? Catfish the TV show. Do you know why? Well, you don't actually hate it. I feel kind of like I might. Like, I don't watch Catfish because I enjoy it. It's a hate watch. Mm. It's a hate watch. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't, I miss Max. I love Cammie. Like, I wish that Cammie would branch off and do her own thing. Cammie could do anything and I'll watch it. I love her. Yeah. Um, 100% agree. But like Neve just seems like real checked out and he like is not sassy when I feel like he should be sassy and then he's too sassy at times where he yeah. should not be sassy at all. Where you're all. like, whoa. Where is that coming from, buddy? Like you've said nothing for an hour and then you just wanted to go off the last three minutes of the show? Like, okay. I don't know. Maybe there's something about Neve that we don't know, but I'm just talking about what I observe as if you were of right. the show. But we were watching an episode of Catfish a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago, a week ago, something like that. 
and they were trying to figure out who the catfish was and in so doing if you i'm sure like you guys know about catfish if you don't know about catfish do like a quick google basically the tldr of it oh my gosh somebody help me because i've been dating this guy we've been talking online for the last five years (laughs) me and zaquan like i love him like i think that he really could be my everything but like we haven't talked on the phone in five years we have never facetimed and then there's always some type of excuse why we can't meet up i went down to visit him i live in connecticut he lives in texas right on the border in el paso i flew down there three times and you know he stood me up every time I just sent him $20,000 $20,000 Over the the last five years And I really just want to know If this is the person I have been talking to This whole time And then Neve is going to be like Let's see if this is who this person is Also this is everything I know about this person Daquan is an Instagram model He is an influencer Famous TikToker here in his pictures. He's got an eight pack. No, not an eight pack. Meanwhile, like I've got false lashes on and like they're put on crooked and like peeling like I'm really sweaty. (laughs) They're peeling off on the sides. Off on the sides. Um, not that that would not be what Daquan was into, but I'm just saying like I need for you to have the full visual of how insane I look because it's definitely gonna match this voice, okay? Um, so me and Daquan, I just, okay, I was basically sending Daquan money, but I wasn't feeding my own kids. <laughs> you know, I would send Daquan my car note because he said, like, he didn't have nothing to eat. There was no food in his house. He was about to get kicked out. I was like, well, I don't have to have a car. I got somewhere to live. <laughs> I work from home. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not oh. working, it was mostly just paying for daycare anyway. Like, I was oh, good with money no. before I met Daquan. My house is paid off. So I just might not have lights on, but at least we still, you know, I can get candles, you know, I can get, (laughs) so basically they're going through and they're like, okay, well let's run these images and then they'll do a reverse image search on Google. They'll look up the phone number, you know, everything that we do when we're fucking cyber stalking our ex's new boo thing, if we're not over them or if something about it caught our eye, we got bored, you know, that's one of my hobbies still. Like I'll pick random people from my um people you may know section it'll be somebody that i do not know but i'll i don't know it's like a vibe and i'll be like what's going on with this vibe like hey girl like what you got going on what's going on or like i'll be like "Ooh, feels queer let's see what i can find Ooh, feels sketch let's see what i can find Ooh, feels racist let's see what i can find Mm, i love it i don't know i love it Um, i'm such like i love to watch people i love having little windows to everybody's little souls and personal lives i love it and y'all be putting this shit on the internet anyway. So like, y'all yeah, look. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So people reach out to Neve and Cammie because they're supposed to be the detectives on the case to help them figure out, you know, who this person is, if they are who they said they are. And if not, who the person is. And a lot of the time, why they decided to impersonate someone else. And this particular episode, they were going through, okay, well, maybe that, you know, oftentimes we'll have somebody who was assigned female at birth and identifies as female, um, impersonating someone assigned male at birth. And, you know, that person identifies as male, but like the girlfriend is like, you know, her best friend is who she's catfishing because she's secretly in love with her or trying to play her or isn't her best friend at all. And is really just being mean and playing an awful joke on somebody that she knows. Um, so, you know, they have to kind of go through, okay, well, the possibility of this person, let's go out here and look for them, blah, 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 blah. So in this instance, it was, you know, the person asking for help was a female in a relationship with a guy. And then the guy's phone number kept coming back registered to like a female name. And he didn't have any sisters that she knew of or anything like that. And then they're like, oh, when we talk on the phone, is it possible that this could be like a trans person or whatever? But they kept saying the person's name. They were, you know, they finally got in touch with somebody and they were like, Mm -hmm. oh, yes, that was registered to a female name because that's my dead name. But they had said the dead name like 19 times before that person had the chance to like be on a call and explain that to them. And I was really pissed off about that. Um, Y'all know, I'm sure that I mentioned this like 20 episodes ago when we were still in season one of the show work, uh, work in progress on Showtime. I really, really love it. It airs the same day that the L word generation Q does. So we watch generation Q and then work in progress is like the palate cleanser because generation Q is always a, a mess. We'll, we'll get into it, honey. But, um, 
<laughs> but I remember there was one scene um, and I'll just say there was a character who was dating a trans character and that person got so upset that they screamed the trans character's dead name. And that was like, kaput, that is it for any more interaction that they have had pretty much since then. That's all I'll say about it. So I don't spoil it. But if you have not checked out Work in Progress on Showtime, check it out. It's a really, really good show. Um, if you're neurodiverse, if you're curious about kind of obsessive compulsive disorder or being an older single person and dating and being someone who identifies one way and is kind of exploring more um, along the spectrum of the LGBTQIA plus experience it's a really really good show it's really well written it's well acted and I really really just love all of the characters and the care that they give to them and the complexity is really really good yeah um we think that you'll like it but anyway they did not do this on catfish I wish that they would have been mm -mm. like beep <laughs> beep beep but Cammy just kind of is like well we know that it's like a dead name so like after this we're not gonna say it again and I was like oh my fucking god stop saying it this could have been cut out in post why did they say it so many times and why didn't they just fucking cut it out so that everybody didn't have to hear them say it including the person who ended up being on the catfish tv show and letting them know that it was their dead name and then they were going into it with that knowledge all they had to do was say I'm sorry that we can't say that name or just bleep it out like they do everybody else's first name because they want to protect their anonymity wow. it just drives me wow. insane I'd like to talk about dead names today. Hmm. <laughs> wow. For those of you who do not know, when someone changes their name, and maybe this is true for everybody, um, but I'm specifically talking about trans people. <clears throat> no matter where you are on the trans spectrum, if you have a name that you did not identify with, you do not want people using that name, you do not feel like that name, you don't want to hear it, you don't want to fucking see it. And then you change your name to something else that you love. And then that's the only thing that you want people to call you. And that's how you feel acknowledged and affirmed and euphoric. And that is the only thing that you want to be called. We call the given name or the name that you were previously using your dead name. It's a dead name. Yep. You've moved on. There's another name. Please do not use the other one. Yeah. Do not say it. Um, it's one thing, guys, if we're still trying to get used to like a a pronoun transition I think in my opinion if it were me and you definitely share your experiences on this because I feel kind of like I default to you as the expert <laughs> um because it's your own experience yeah <clears throat> and you are 100% like the expert of your own experience um and certainly more I would say what you would have to contribute to this is more valuable than I would but if it were me I would not want like I wouldn't want somebody else to ever use it. Don't ever say it. And I feel like knowing my name would be more of a priority over using the correct pronouns. If it made me feel some type of way, especially if I was like, I am the type of trans person who feels like I was, I'm in the wrong body. Like all of this feels wrong. I don't want anything else to do with anything she heard Tiffany related. I would rather somebody kind of fuck up on the pronouns than to continue to call me Tiffany if I was not using Tiffany as my name anymore. What do you think? Would you prefer that people like get the hang of your pronouns first or get the hang? When you are feeling like hardcore, like, don't you, don't, would it make you feel better if people remembered to use your right name, but still had some trouble going back and forth with pronouns, or if they do fine with pronouns, but they don't do so great with the name thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like for people, they can be equally difficult to adjust. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I'm just in this place where I want to try to give people a little bit of grace because I know that their forgetfulness is not malice. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if it continues, then I would be like, hey, <laughs> like, and just quickly correct it the next time it happened, you mm -hmm. know? And I feel like that would, like, re-kickstart their brain to it. Mm -hmm. So Now, let's say in real life, you've been someone else for mm -hmm. you know like this is my identity this is who i am walking in that every single day every moment for 10 years 15 years and then someone new is introduced to you 
and it's still, you know, they, they may not know, <laughs> but you know, they maybe were introduced to you. Like, it's like a friend of a friend that's meeting you for the first time. But like the friend maybe was like, oh yeah, well when they were blah, 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 blah. But now they're blah, 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 blah. So this other person is like kind of using everything interchangeably, maybe for different times of your life or whatever. Yeah. What is the most important thing? What do you prioritize first? Oh, that's that's hard. Like I would rather them like you could just say before like they were this person. No, I gave you two options. Choose one of the two options, name or pronouns. <sighs> name. I feel like name is a bigger deal mm-hmm. than pronouns. Yeah. And, okay, so this is just, like, an A question. <clears throat> okay, if... Is it weird? How... What feels the most appropriate when talking about you in the past tense? You'd be like, when I... When... Like, still kind of assuming, like, we're five years or so, like, into something different. Ten years into something different. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about your childhood... Um, I would just say, so you're trying to say basically like if I decided to, to transition, um, further, yeah, further, Mm -hmm. right. Um, I don't know. I think that I would like, I would just be like, yeah, when they were a kid, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're describing it, Mm -hmm. um, but what if we've gone through like name change and stuff like that? And it's like, oh yeah, when they were a little girl kid, or when... Kid still sounds... Yeah. Like, I feel like kid is safe. You're not going to mess it up yeah. when I was a kid. But like when people like when I L. Was... Uh-huh. And when people refer to him you know pre-transition child let me just tell you right now my energy is gonna feel and sound different than how it did when I was just in the middle of that sentence because the doorbell rang so like naturally I had to like go ahead stop this real quick cut a little bit but y'all why is some of the white kids on the street terrorizing me I'm in here podcasting with my spouse mm-hmm. we ain't here minding our business yeah. in our house okay that rhymed I liked it and ding dong why the fuck? Who is ringing our doorbell at six on the night on a holiday or at all? Ever. Open the door after having to wrangle the dogs for like 15 minutes because it's loud. And also nobody like I have to get a sign. You remember how I was trying to make a sign for like three months and you were like, wait, up. you don't have to make a sign. Well, these kids like, weren't here then. I should make a sign. I should still make a sign. So let me just add that to my list of things to do. And I don't see nobody, but I see across the street some little fucking white kids walking across everybody's fucking lawn. Like, that's where they're supposed to be hanging out at. And I yell down the street, <laughs> get out of the yard and walk on the sidewalk. <laughs> real loud in my real loud mom voice. It was funny. And then, like, they look over and then they start to get their little white asses on the sidewalk. And then about like five, 10 minutes later, the doorbell rings again. And of course, like my fat ass is like in a hurry to get to that door because I wanted to catch them kids running off again so I could go beat their ass. So you know how like sometimes like little black kids might be a little scared. And like usually little like female children are like pretty easy to scare. But like little country white boys are too dumb to know any better. It's just, it's a different energy. It's yeah. a different energy. And these kids very much have that energy. Like as soon as I opened a door and <laughs> nobody was running off and it was that little kid's face, I felt anger. I felt anger and saw red. I mean, I did not. What did put, you say? Oh, oh my God. Like I opened the door to this little white child. He looks like a demon, his face. And he goes, 
did you just tell us not to, were you the one that said to get, to not walk in the people's yards? And I said, yes, I was. You should be walking on the sidewalk. Like the fuck? No, you're not knocking on my fucking door with your little ass. Like I won't eat you. What the fuck are you doing? Billy Bob, Brandon, whatever the hell. Oh my God. That kid is like, I y'all, you know, his name's gotta be Bentley. Children (laughs) are, I don't, this is why I don't like kids. Right. But I especially do not enjoy other people's like random children. I'm going to have the same energy that I have for anybody else that I don't want to look at or engage with or talk to, um, which is like hostility and violence. And, um, this child made me feel very hostile and violent and like it's the darkness and I mean because like I feel energy so that's why I feel that way it's probably a reflection of what his experience is how he experiences mm-hmm. things is the reason that I'm feeling violent is because he pro- he looks like he fights a lot I mean that's mm-hmm. his vibe that's the general feeling that I get about it it's not that I want to harm him but it's something that my <laughs> like I'm picking that up in him and then that is like coming out in me as a result of that because when I tell you immediately open the door and felt that way I feel like little kids that don't wear um shoes? shirts or shoes like in are, public just yeah are definitely gonna be fucking fighting yeah um so now you know i don't had to go on facebook again because i'm la karen okay like um who's little fucking kids one of these little motherfuckers ain't got a shirt on one of these little motherfuckers got a little red shirt on none of these little hoes got shoes on the other one is on a bike no shoes and then it's a dog with no collar like where are the adults because when these children probably come and vandalize my property and i have to whoop they ass for real oh. um i need y'all to know where to come pick up the remains r.i.p because that little baby was gonna be in pieces emotionally because i'm gonna give him a real stern talking to and i'm gonna take my belt off and beat his ass the point is Please stop subjecting me to children. Why? I've never seen these children on the street before. Like six or seven houses in this neighborhood have sold recently. So I'm sure we have like a lot of new people that are around here. But I'm just like, I need for everybody to know I am not friendly. I don't want to be your friend. Don't knock on my door. Do not ask to borrow sugar. Do not ask to come inside and measure the opening of my refrigerator where my refrigerator will go because you just had a house built and you just want to because you're looking through things. That's what your realtor is for. Don't ask me for anything like the best bet is you better get on Facebook because if your dog gets out and is in my yard and especially if it got big shits or is cute, I'm either trying to figure out if I want to keep it. (laughs) Or I'm trying to figure out if I should shoot it because I have small dogs. So when you have like unfamiliar large dogs, especially because I don't know how white people end up with such large breed dogs that mysteriously are very afraid of and aggressive toward black people. I don't know how that happens. I've never had that experience with black people's dogs or with Mexican people's dogs or with like Asian people's dogs, but white people that has happened enough in my life where it is like a trend. It is like a pattern. Um, so yeah. you know what I'm saying? So this was just a little like segue for like <laughs> child abuse and animal cruelty, apparently. Um, not that I would ever like abuse a child. No. Um, or harm an animal. But, you know, all of at the end of the day, you know, um, if I have to fight the neighborhood kid, I will. Well, you know that's what I was literally sitting here thinking like, OK, we bought a gun to defend our house with. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. And if your baby accidentally gets shot because he is intentionally out here doing shit he ain't got no business doing, like, then what happens? If it was an adult, I would take my gun out on my property with them out there mm-hmm. to be like, get you, get get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that with kids. I know. What and do I you was call like, like an, the pound? HR? <laughs> like what do you? Who do you call? Okay, I know if I have like a snake, you call like a snake guy, right? You're just like, I got a snake in my yard. Get the snake out of my yard. What do you do if it's like unwanted children around your property? There's no one to call for that. And I feel like that's when white people would normally call the cops. Mm, I don't believe in the police, so. Yeah. 
what's that? I'm kidding. I don't have time to learn new things today. Um, <laughs> You're dumb. That one, that one, that one. I mean, to be fair, she's overstimulated because the doorbell has rang two times. This is true. So anyways, <laughs> back to L. So we were talking about how one might refer to L in their younger times in the past, pre-transition. Mm. So it would not be appropriate to say like, for example, and I would never say this, this is just for the example. When you were a girl, when you were a woman, did you have blah, 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 blah. Do you feel like that is misgendering? Um, why or why not? Ooh, yes. Yes. I agree with you. Because it is triggering to think of yourself in that state that you are no longer in because it's dysphoric, right? So when you're feeling this dysphoria about your gender and about how you fit into that or don't fit into that, being reminded of that is not a fun time. Mm-hmm. When you're, especially when you're trying to refigure out your whole identity. Mm-hmm. I would have said that it, yes, you know, I agree with you for that point, but my reasoning would have been because you were never a girl or a woman, right? You may not have had the language or necessarily the awareness, but I don't feel like people become trans I feel like they just are and wherever whatever steps they take or whatever transitions they go through is just a step to just to building the outside to reflect what's Mm. inside but I feel like the same way that like I know okay like this is who I am this is how I I feel the same way about trans people even if you didn't have the language to say that even if you didn't feel empowered or safe enough to say it that was still always who you were and then you were just realizing or having the tools or having the language or having the resources to make the outside reflect what's inside but like it feels weird to be like oh when you were a little girl because I'm just like And it's so weird because even when you share things about when you were a kid, what my mind, like the imagery that I come up with in my mind is so different. I see pictures of you as a kid all the time. I should be able to take that image and put it there. That's never been the experience. When you share a story about your childhood with me, Mm -hmm. the way that I see you is like baby you now or even (laughs) like baby you five years from now. Mm. It's not like it, it's not like the pictures that I see. I'm just like it it always makes me feel like strange to see pictures of you as a kid. I'm like it doesn't fit. None of it fits. It's not right. Yeah. And I've always felt like that. Um but of course, like we've never had this conversation before cuz it's still such a new thing, but I'm yeah. just like, yeah, well that is kind of like full circle why I was feeling that way or feeling so disconnected from those images or feeling I don't know like something didn't quite match or it didn't sit flush you know yeah that makes sense and that makes sense for a lot of the times when I look back on pictures and stuff too it's like there's a disconnection there it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like that was me yeah. Like, it feels like a different lifetime. But at the same time, <laughs> like, it's it's very confusing because at the same time, I still have those experiences within me. Mm-hmm. But the way that the, those, the person in those pictures looks is not. Yeah. But you also weren't experiencing things externally. I mean, your experiences in your body. Yeah. So even if you're not thinking about your body parts, you're still thinking about your vessel. You're thinking about your muscles. You're thinking about your senses and things like that. And then you can't really put a gender filter on those things. They mm. just are what they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like gender... Gender is so external. Um, for a lot of our childhood, 
You know what I mean? Like it's not we when we're kids doing shit, we're not like, oh, I'm a girl kid. Oh, I'm a boy kid. We're like, I'm a fucking kid. Like (laughs) I'm a kid. These are my friends. This is what we do. Um, And it's not really until like it's been like so emphasized. These are your girlfriends. This is what girlfriends do for each other. This is what boy for, you know, your guy friends do for each other. This is how guys behave with each other. But it's taught behavior. It's behavior that we learn from the adults and from media and from outside. Mm hmm outside things yeah but your experience your muscles your memories your you know recalling to those things is all internal yeah and that makes sense like even as a little kid like as I'm listening to the way that you're describing this and explaining it it, there's some connections that are being made like Mm. I remember the first time um a uh kid assigned male at birth Mm -hmm. told me that I couldn't play with the blue crayon because it was a boy color Mm -hmm. and i was like well what are girl colors and he was like pink and purple uh and like yellow and i was like these are crappy colors i want blue and red so (laughs) and green can like you get the fuck out of (laughs) here and i remember that but then i also remember maybe that's part part of the reason but like i always just the girls weren't interested in doing like the things that I was interested in Mm -hmm. for the most part, like because their parents and society had told them that they needed to play with dolls and they needed to be this and they needed to be prim and proper, not Mm -hmm. getting dirty out on the field with, you know, playing football or baseball or whatever the heck we could get our hands on. So was your mom not that way with you? I think she, She tried, and, like, I played with dolls, Mm -hmm. but, like, I detested Barbies. Mm. I Like, with a fiery burning passion, hated them as a kid. Mm. Um, And I don't know if I just got trapped playing with some girl that I didn't like, and that's all she wanted to do, and it was the worst afternoon of my life, and that sounds like it could have happened, or... if people just kept buying them for me and I was like great can I have a fucking basketball now like can y'all give me something that I'll actually play with these are dumb like they don't even talk back to you I just had an unofficial unlicensed therapy thought like we're gonna Mm. do some exposure therapy goes to Walmart and buys Barbies and I'm like honey we're gonna play with these Barbies now tell me what you remember Oh my god, I wish that y'all could see their face. They have like, their nose so scrunched up like they smell shit. It's so funny. Well, like, these Barbies didn't look like me that I was supposed to be playing with. And neither did the Ken ones. So, like, nothing just... It just... Don't Barbie and Ken look the most like you, though? They have no (laughs) genitalia. Like... Uh, Barbie still has boobs and like this figure eight figure, at least back in the day, you know, I don't know, like Barbie's insane. I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't like that. Um, and I didn't want to play with that. I wanted to play outside and I wanted to play anything, any type of sport I wanted to be doing outside. Okay. So now like I'm fixating on Barbie's hands. Her hands are so... Okay, when you think about your hands on your face, (laughs) like maybe five hands, like hands outside, like on your jaw and temples, you know, you could do two hands and then maybe like another hand and a half in the middle and then a hand over the forehead, right? Spread fingers or not, like about five fingers. It would take like 16 Barbie hands (laughs) to cover up a Barbie face. Why are her hands so small? I don't know. Her feet and were all really stuck small together. Too. I don't. How come Barbie's legs were so long, but not remotely muscular or defined? But she was always in like nineteen-inch heels. I don't know. Somebody would have to calculate that for like what her stature would be to scale for like an actual mm. human. So like we would know how big her heels were supposed to be. But like, yeah. Also, how tall is Barbie? Her I don't femur know, sure would be Google like it. three feet tall or like three feet long. Her femur, just her thigh would be like three, like thinking of. Yeah, probably. Her tibia and fibula would be like five be long. feet. She would be very large and strange looking. Okay. Anyway, with like tiny, tiny hands, but she would have like, 
she'd be like 19 feet tall with like that my hands i would have been like okay can hands. we go play can we go play basketball now and they'd be like yeah but like with barbie she's got <laughs> basketball shorts do you want to play barbie barbie's basketball dream <laughs> barbie and i'm like skipper we're gonna do a one-on-one I'm like, okay, so you want me to put this tiny ball? We're gonna be like, into time this, out for shopping into this Barbie's hands where she can't grip the ball. So I'm having to hold the ball and toss it into time th- out for makeovers. Can I? Do y'all? Time can out I my use hair. your? Can I use your phone? I'm brushing my hair because you know we didn't have cell phones back then. Can I use your phone? I need to. I need to call my mom. Okay, wait. Right after we, what heels should Barbie wear with her basketball jersey? Oh my god, this her like this is very triggering. Dress. I feel like this definitely happened because I'm feeling very angry <laughs> and like I want to leave. <laughs> you can't leave. <sighs> you have to be in here for another 24 minutes at least. <laughs> it's extra funny because anytime i've exaggerated a length of time not to exceed like three minutes at the most i always say 20 minutes <laughs> even like 20 minutes and it has fully been a minute and 15 seconds so um that's a true story 20 minutes is a very funny unit of time to measure but yeah man i don't know it's really strange to think about going back to somebody's childhood and kind of like messing around and trying to figure things out. Like it would be so interesting to, okay, this is going to sound really creepy. Y'all like, again, I'm just going to reiterate, like I do not wish to do any type of harm to children, like (laughs) no harm to children. I don't, it was just going to sound weird. Like after me being like, I will fucking fight those kids to being like, I I just wish I could have like watched you as a child, but like observe you and see what those things are. And if I were to have had a conversation with like a baby, a what I would know, what I would understand the types of things that contextually would have meant something different five years ago without the full scope of things. Mm. Um, Yeah, that's, it's just an interesting thought about the things that I'd learn about you and the things that I would see and just inherently know. Yeah. Because you've always been who you are. You know what I'm saying? Always. There's not been a story that I've heard about you that I was like that. Okay. That's not true. Some of your like college Facebook activity was really weird. I was like, what in the fuck is going on? What, it, who, what? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What is going on? Ew. And then like a little bit in high school, it was like, you said what now? Oh my God. You called him a what? Oh my God. And you remember I teased you for so long about that because it was so funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you've always been you. And you tried to run away from it for a little bit. And it was hilarious. I'm so sorry that I've deleted all my Facebook so you can't go back and judge me. I'm so sorry. I'll just have to pull up a Rolodex of X's for you and 19 Facebook tabs one day. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, he, he does not look great. Let me see if I can find some pictures from my I'm not having a great time. <laughs> he was really cute. No, that's not what I'm saying. It was just like, you know, just some of like, the, the stuff. But okay, I'm sorry. Um, but <laughs> I'm not having a great time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Barbies and now this. It's just, it's the, a that, lot. It's your childhood, buddy. I don't, what do, you, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? Uh, if you had met like kid me back then, it still just would have been a bunch of like, religious shit and sports and like that's it that was my whole personality yeah but there's still more to it too you know what i'm saying i'd have been like because something else that i remember about my own childhood is that i had a lot of friends who did not fit in the binary Mm. and maybe it was because we moved around a lot or something like that but i all like i feel like I can think of at least three instances where like I had a friend that like I wondered for a while, like, is this friend a boy or a girl? Is this? Hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know that I ever had those conversations. You know, I've had like a, huh. This friend likes girls, don't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was in seventh grade. I had a friend um, that I 
am sure came out to me as bisexual. And that was the first time anyone's ever like come out to me. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> now she just what? Did finger just finger guns. guns. <laughs> uh, cool. <clears throat> Great. Thank, thanks for telling me that, buddy. So are we about to play tetherball again or is it? No. I was really good at tetherball. I wanted a, I want a tetherball pole. Goes to Facebook Marketplace. Um, okay. Oh my gosh. Ooh. I never got into tetherball. You short? Yeah. Ooh. They would be able to just knock it over my head and oh I'd lose God. every time. I loved it. I would play tetherball every chance I got. You know what I'm saying? I was I'd be more like, of like a handball, basketball my type person. Handball. Yeah, wall ball. We would play wall ball Don't a lot. I played play handball a time or two in my day. Yeah, I bet you did. It's <laughs> exactly how it sounds. Not like the sport. Um, yeah, no, I played the sport. Yeah, I, I never played wall wall ball, but I did play handball. <laughs> yeah, I played wall ball um, with one of my one of my favorite people to play wall ball with. I cannot remember her name, but I know one hundred percent that this person is. Queer as fuck. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that for them. I was gonna say gay, but I don't know if they're what just kind gay. Of, you don't know what kind of queer. Or, yeah, if they were like me and more on the trans side. It's like, are you a lesbian or are you just not a girl? Yeah. Sometimes you don't know. Some... Sometimes it's both. Yeah. It can be both. <laughs> yeah. Is it both of those? Is it neither of those? You don't have to identify it like as a girl a to be of... a lesbian. Mm-hmm. How do... <gasps> if you do transition further and you, you know, I mean, you, you feel that the next step would be you know, beyond non-binary, you know, if mm-hmm. that is defined as something within the binary, but on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, to like a trans dude. If you were a trans dude, how what, how would you describe your orientation? I don't know. Ooh, how do you describe your orientation now? This is straight feels weird. Fascinando. Um, So I'm going to, sh- not straight, Um, but I think maybe queer it's better like i still refer to myself as gay right now sometimes but then like after i said it and i had time to think about it i was like well that doesn't really feel right anymore so i think just queer and survey says that is incorrect the correct answer is married okay Ah. (laughs) oh okay my bad It was so simple. It was right there in front of me and I missed it. Quite literally. I'm sitting here like right in front of you. My bad, babe. Um, I I thought that was just understood, you know, like. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But you're just just queer. But you still use gay right now. Yeah. Yeah. How does does gay feel for you? You use gay but not lesbian. No, because gay and lesbian, like I said, I've used both of them before. But like most recently when I've used that those verb verbiage that verbiage jesus it afterwards i was like this just that that doesn't mm, that doesn't that didn't settle right so like i said queer and i asked you that weird ass question before i would be like if something happened to me god forbid like would you would you only date cis women would you date cis men ever would you date trans women like how do you think you know because i think about like things that i've seen in forums and things like that because i mean life is a path it's a journey of discovery (laughs) yeah so i wonder you know if anything about these because you know you're having to be so introspective um And during those periods of introspection, it can kind of give you clarity as to whether or not, you know, was I repressing anything? Was I feeling really rigid about things because it felt so important to my identity at the time or with this particular identity? So sometimes that introspection and really having to dig deep within oneself will help to reveal other things. I was like, 
I wonder if anything will be revealed to you about your preferences or what you like or what you don't like or an interest in other or new or different things. No, it hasn't really changed. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like I would date um, any and all women and then ah. uh, probably trans dudes as well mm-hmm. would probably be okay. But I'm still trying to figure out if I am actually attracted <laughs> to them. Do or... I want to be you or do yeah, I want to be with you? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and the answer is no, because I am married. But that's that would be the questions that I would have if I were single. Uh, I mean, but you could still see somebody and be like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, do I... Do I feel sexually about you or do I just envy the sexual energy that you just emit uh, naturally? Y'all got so many personalities during this episode. Oh, my God. It's true. Y'all got like really cute. You got a little violent. You got like, a, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was talking about like want to beat them kids, you know what I'm saying? Like I know you got a little of this, you know, and um, and then I'm just like the sexual energy. Did um. Did your fancy catfish lady make it in? My catfish lady. Oh, I didn't even. I forgot to tell you guys about like when I was like me and Ladarius Laquan. Um, <laughs> no. I forgot about her. Yeah. <laughs> so there's been a lot. It's been a lot. <laughs> Sometimes they just all collectively giggle when they all, you know, like I realize like the lobby in my head is kind of full with uh, their entities. Can I ask you some questions? Of course. What's been the most difficult part of this so far? I mean, mostly just how loud that train is. Yeah. Like, okay, so for instance, to to put some of it out there. Um, so I've asked you to use different pronouns for me, mm-hmm. which are they, them. Um, I've asked you to call me something different at home because it feels better. Mm-hmm. Um uh trying to figure out whether or not it's first of all the step to non-binary was a big one and Mm -hmm. you've dealt with that Mm -hmm. and then still trying to figure out if it's non-binary or like trans dude Mm -hmm. and so that part Mm -hmm. and then my whole wardrobe (laughs) has changed Mm -hmm. and like uh, the way that you touch me has changed mm-hmm. in some cases. So, like, I don't know. That's a lot to deal with. So what's been the most difficult part in all of that? Because <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, the most difficult part about it isn't really because of any action on my end, but, like, your fear and how overwhelming um, a lot of these things or disclosure Mm -hmm. or the decision to disclose or not to disclose can be. Um, And also listening to other people like misgender you and use the wrong name and use the wrong pronouns like that. Like I've got, I've like developed a little twitch (laughs) when Mm -hmm. that happens. Um, Me too. (laughs) Because, you know, you are not at a point to where, you know, it needs to be for everybody, but, you know, having that understanding and empathizing and seeing the way that you like light up when that's affirmed. Um, And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, like, I swear I'm going to start being like, (coughs) like every time someone like uses the wrong name or the wrong, (coughs) every time like they use the wrong pronouns, like every time. Yeah. Like, it's my own thing. They're going to be like, are you okay? Is it COVID? I'll be like, I don't know, like, allergies. I don't know. Like, I'm just, I've not really been feeling well since being here and listening to you. <coughs> the wrong pronouns. <coughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just not. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So those are the difficult parts. But the rest of it, it's just language. Um, you know, I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, you're one person. Now, a weird thing about my brain now is that, like, anytime I'm talking to somebody like my brain is having to like like kind of go through a checklist and be like okay this you know like nah nah okay 
<laughs> she her and okay uh lens uh she her and uh <laughs> our new friend they them and then you know so like my brain is always like trying to make sure you know like that is i'm so hyper aware. hyper aware of like making sure that Pronouns. i use the right things and like my brain still when it is just like a subconscious thought mm-hmm. is still trying to rewire some things and i get kind of upset with my brain sometimes i'm like you know that's not right and then my brain's like oh okay got it like i don't say it but sometimes like the wrong one will slip through <laughs> the filter and then like so, like and sometimes i'll be like because <laughs> like i catch it like as it's coming oh, out of my yeah. mouth and i'm like no, no 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 it doesn't happen often but it happens every now and again and i'm like Mm-mm. yeah i've read <laughs> about other um trans partners and like that's been difficult for them and but like especially i feel like for someone to be with a trans person to begin with like they have <clears throat> to have a really really big heart mm-hmm. and like be a really fucking cool person yeah uh like you're fucking rad so like Check that one off the list. Uh, so I feel like when these partners of trans people do mess up um, accidentally, unconsciously, subconsciously, whatever, that it uh, so deeply affects you. Like one of one of the people that I follow on Instagram, they were talking about how they accidentally used the wrong pronouns and how they just burst into tears for like three to five minutes yeah. while their partner, they were like, don't comfort me. It's fine. It's not your job. And they're just crying. And I thought it was the funniest and sweetest thing. Oh, I was like, oh, you poor so baby. Yeah. yeah. So That would be how I would feel too. Like I would like want to die. Yeah. Like I am so careful. Yeah. Um, and like, it is fun to like use the name that you like, you know, like I like nickname you that. And yeah. like, I like, and the to... nickname that you have for it. I love that, but you I want do. it to only be for you. Like that feels like a, a you thing that only you get the privilege of calling me that. Okay. I, I don't know why, but I, you don't want anybody else to call you that. No. Okay. Not because I, I because I love it so much yeah. and I've never been able to have like, a nickname, a nickname version of my name yeah. that felt right. Yeah. Like people called me Allie, but ugh, yeah. ugh, I don't. Ugh. Oh my gosh, we have a friend who is AFAB and uses she/her pronouns, but like she's also got one of those long names. You know, like it's got a lot of syllables, yeah. and then like if it were literally anybody else, I love like a shortened two syllable nickname that ends in like an e i love it yeah, if you, you don't that. have one i will make it for her i was like absolutely not it made me so upset to learn that that was what people were called oh, and it's really yeah. cute i mean like it is a very cute name but i was just like that it, does it not fit not, for her i do not, not like that i do not like that, that sounds like you're trying to belittle and control and i don't <laughs> like it and that you know do one syllable or you do all of the syllables you do not do this yeah <laughs> i did not like it at all i was like <laughs> no that doesn't you i don't like that no Mm-mm. no if they told me that that like if she told me that that's what she wanted to go by that that's completely different but, but yeah just how the know, context of it and like the way how that, that we know uses her. her name Ooh. like it's perfect the way that she has it shortened Ugh. and just the whole name itself yeah. but like that version of that i was like if that were anybody else i would love that but this does not at no. all <laughs> it's very strange what's been your favorite part so far Oh, I was right. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to elaborate on that? So I don't know if anybody ever listens to anything that I say ever, um, even as I podcast. But do y'all remember me talking about A&I's first like date and me talking about their attire and me talking about their energy and then in like more recent podcast episodes talking about this energy has always kind of felt like this Mm. So now that, you know, and I'm very proud of myself because I feel like I have not pushed. I have not insinuated. I have just been like, however you are, here I am to have with arms wide open. (laughs) Thank you. Like, 
Okay. Like you, you, you let me know. I will follow your lead. I know what I know, but I will just, you, you walk me into it the way you need to be walked into it. And I have not pushed. I've not encroached. Um, there was one time that is not true. There is one time that I do feel like I pushed, um, with the correcting pronouns situation with your colleague. Oh yeah. Um, but we have since had a, a discussion about that and I like better understand, but it was kind of like that very newness. And I was like, can't, mm-mm. and you, hmm, you all are working so closely together and you trust them. You told me that you would tell them, but you would, I have to say it, I have to say it. <laughs> and I was like, honey, is it okay that I said that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then you were like, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. But not with, not with everybody. I said, okay, I'm sorry. I will make sure that I am like, clear on that so like i fucked up even though it wasn't something that bothered you it could have been something that bothered you and i needed that situation to have happened to have more of a more clarity um, on it yeah like to understand your boundaries around it yeah um so i am still very sorry for that no it's okay um but yeah like i was i was right I thought it was and it's just so cool to kind of see things like full circle yeah there were things that I like ways that I experienced you and I was like okay it's not what I would have thought but okay interesting Mm. interesting okay and now I'm like ah okay (laughs) that makes sense So it's like literally starting like a connect the dots from five years ago (laughs) that I just now have another dot to connect it to. So it's like I've got like a little kind of like a leg of something. I don't know what the the whole of it is yet, but I've got like a good like leg that makes sense now, you know. (laughs) That just (laughs) reminded me of... um... One of my sisters and one of my cousins used to threaten to get a Sharpie and hold me down and connect the, play connect the dots with my freckles because I had so many. And they did it once. It took forever to get off. <laughs> I probably would have been like, put some micellar water on it. Get you some of that um makeup, that eye makeup removal from Walmart. I'll take it right off. Get some Earl. Get you some Naltradrina <laughs> eye makeup wipes. I don't think they had they I know, hadn't made those yet. But I, I'm just saying, like I was, I don't know, I was, I was probably a resourceful baby. Like, yeah, if you were like five, like I don't know, I was probably doing laundry. Yeah, by the time I was, I was like probably two. like some somewhere between four and six. So like the super annoying age, right? Yeah, but I'm talking also about like our, the difference in our ages. I was like, right. did I exist? Could I have helped? Yeah, you existed. Um, you existed. Not for very long, but no. No. It's like in my infancy, like if I could have gotten like a little like cone or something for my head to like keep my keep my neck straight. Yeah, you you are the youngest person I've ever dated. Yeah, everybody else was your peers. Yeah. I mean you're still kinda I'm my still peer. your peer. Yeah. It doesn't matter like <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> once once you get pet at like outside of college, it's like are you still in school or not? Right. And People then that's kind of like it for adults. me. Adults. I'd be like, <laughs> I was just going to use the example, but I was talking about myself. I swear this is not shit. I was going to be like, yeah, I'm 19 and this is my 46 year old coworker and they're my best friend. But like, I've had relationships like that with my older colleagues. Yeah. Like, Miss Linda was like I'm in just her saying, 50s and I like, was like 20. I always had older friends. And I'd be like, you know, like after I left Ross, I'd be like, Miss Linda, do you want to go get lunch? And me and Miss Linda would go and have lunch. Like I would like befriend like freaking theater moms um, from people that like I was like hanging out with. And then when I was in college, I wanted to room with Miss Mary and Miss Mary was like Gammy's age. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, why do you want to hang out with I was like, dude, bruh, me and Miss Mary can go to sleep early. <laughs> me and Miss Mary, like, uh, like it's not going to be too loud in my room. And I'm so like, weird. 20. Like, you're such a weirdo. La vieja. Like, not even kidding. Yeah, no. And if you was already 
like a cis dude, you, I would not even give you the time of day for like another, like 15, 20 years. Yeah. When you was like good and great, I'd be like, ooh, hi. I know. I'm going to be coming into my prime. I'm so young (laughs) and sexy one. What are you doing? I know. You're going to, I like, the more white hairs I get, the more excited I get about it because I know that you're just. What are you doing? Come here with all of your gray hairs. Uh, All of your gray hairs. Uh, that's something you and um <laughs> lens no uh mw share yeah uh she loves a silver fox boy mm-hmm. in fact that's the first time the first time i ever heard the term silver fox came out of her mouth mm-hmm. and then i looked at this beautiful man and i was like oh i get it i okay i see oh day i get it all day <laughs> i'm just saying like if i think that you're beautiful i probably think your dad's real hot i'm just saying i'm just saying i love like a little especially if your dad is like a jewish man who looks like steve Carell. yeah you like that you like that i like that a lot yeah what um what advice would you give um someone else who is the partner of a uh someone who is figuring out their gender identity? I will say ask lots and lots and lots of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes like don't assume anything. Ask lots of questions. Um do not try to answer for them, give them space to answer the questions but like ask a lot of questions um and then like be supportive be patient with yourself with themselves know that everything is like a journey okay (laughs) like it is not about the destination but everything is a journey (laughs) it's a journey for the both of you both as individuals and as a couple um (laughs) <laughs> the yearning <laughs> my love. stomach's about to go on a yearning it sounds like oh my goodness not the okay not your stomach okay hold on <laughs> embrace the yearning <laughs> but really also like consider your own needs like what do you need um but something else that like thankfully I am not a super rigid person in my sexuality. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I like, it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm you, not still, like, you still dig me, but I don't I don't fall under your uh, cishet dude no, type. No. No. But, but, yeah. But you are my non-binary person. Non-binary trans type. But you are my person. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, like it's really also very important to like consider your own needs too. Like I cannot sit here and tell you like if you identify one way and like right. your partner is making a transition transition and you are not attracted to, you know, where they're going or aesthetic wise mm-hmm. or just, you know, if they've begun HRT and, you know, you're kind of seeing some changes that are static and you're just like, this is just not, you know, the personality, the energy, whatever, you know, it's okay to kind of reevaluate those things. I don't want you to feel like you have to let time or your situation or whatever be like, well, this is, this is it. It has to be all about them. Like you still have to practice self-care too. You still need to check in with yourself and make sure you know, that you're doing okay. Because it can be a lot to help somebody else go through those things. A lot of things become unearthed. Um, It can be a lot of trauma that surrounds these situations for tons of people and their spouses. So self-care for both of you at all times. Um, But like, yeah, just use the right names and use the right pronouns. Play around with like names. Um, Do research. Keep notes. If they mention liking a style, like it's fun to make a Pinterest board or try to figure out their personal style or try to cultivate some things and like surprise them with the shirt that they like or get them a bow tie and like a button up shirt. Or, you know, if somebody was more femme before and now they're less or moving kind of toward, 
you know, the trans spectrum or just more um, mask of center, um, consider the type of jewelry that you get for them if they like jewelry. Um, A had, I mean, still has a really pretty sparkly wedding ring. And I very quickly was like, do you still like wearing your pretty sparkly, super girly feminine (laughs) wedding ring? Is there something else that you would like on the days that you don't feel so girly, feminine, sparkly? And I, you know, we had that. I'm asking questions. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, like they literally have on the ring now. They, it's like a, a wood ring instead, you know. Um, I love it. Yeah. And, you know, if it turns that they don't want to wear the other one anymore, you know, we'll just talk about it. I mean, it's not, you know, so it's just like remembering self-care and also, like, not taking stuff personally because it doesn't have anything to do with you. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. It's all about that other person. But you're still a part of the journey and your feelings are still to be, like, taken into consideration and things like that as well. Um, but remember, like, you're not the main character in that story <laughs> when it comes to someone else's transition and gender identity and body. That was you. a very David Rhodes-esque uh, way of explaining that and like what even you your motions your hands. hand motions yeah <laughs> what we're not gonna it's do. not about you. <laughs> yeah yeah oh, i think that's so great what a great compliment a david rose way of explaining something that is great <laughs> yeah that was nice i like it when you ask me questions about things do you have any more questions i can answer for you Oh. Um, where can they email us? That was it. They can email us at info at sweetesthoney.love. They can visit our website, sweetesthoney.love. If you enjoyed this episode of the Sweetest Honey Podcast, please follow us on Apple Podcasts and rate our yeah. podcast five stars, especially if you really liked it. Like, leave us a review to reflect that. If you didn't like it, okay, so I'm totally going to borrow this from Glennon Doyle because I love the way she closes out her podcast. And she's like, if you didn't enjoy this episode, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And, like, I just think that's great. If you don't like the podcast, like, don't rate it. And also, like, don't continue to, like, hate listen to the podcast and, like, say mean <laughs> things about it. That is super weird. Like, don't do that. Has I don't, I don't know. No one's okay. done that, but I'm just saying like, don't, that would be super weird. Yeah. Um, but if you love it, please share kind words and five stars and that will help other people to find us. Cause we always want to grow our audience. We love it when you engage with us and when we, it, I don't know, it just makes me feel good when I'm like on the website and I'm like, Ooh, we have a listener in Finland. Hello. Oh, there's one person in Alaska. I hope you're in Anchorage. Can you see Russia from your house? Is it Sarah Palin? Is it Bristol Palin? Bristol Palin is hot. I really do not think um, any of them would want to listen to this podcast, but also as hot as both of them are, um, they're terrible people and I would not want them to listen to this podcast at all. Um, But yeah, um, we love you guys so much and... (laughs) (laughs) we hope that you've enjoyed this journey with us and uh we will talk to you the next time okay goodbye (laughs) bye